nonsense and nostalgia with Bimo the Prince. Some mom brought her daughter over to me at a restaurant and she was like, I don't know who you are, but my daughter said you're the millennial guy. And Lauren Ray. A cool mom. What is that? Not me. I just record audio in the closet and I never shower. Sponsored by Coast. Coast is the next level wellness shot built for modern life, created by a cancer researcher. Welcome to Nonsense and Nostalgia, where the millennial prince and the badass chick talk about life, liberty, and the pursuit of the 90s. When we last talked to you, BMO was about to tell you a great story, and I was like, wait, hold on, I don't have a lot prepared for this <laughs> this next <laughs> this podcast that we're going to record. So, BMO, please, tell the rest of your story. We hit you with a big market tease, that's all we, we did. We sure did. <laughs> also, I think it's hilarious that we started with... Previously on Nonsense and Nostalgia. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But anyway, so we did this uh, ATV tour, as you all know, if you listened to last episode. If you haven't, go back and listen. (laughs) Right. So we did this ATV tour, and it was really cool. It took us up the hills, up the mountains, whatever, and then to a zip line thing that is where they shot some Schwarzenegger movie, actually, which was cool. And then you come, then you take the ATVs back down to this tequila spot, and we did okay. a tequila tour. Which, on the ATVs, it Wait. clearly states like, "Do not consume alcohol and then operate these vehicles." That's and they what took us. I was us, just going to say to you, it's lawless down there. We just do what we do. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> so we went down, and it was like this guy. It was a, a local. I don't know what you call a place that makes tequila. A distillery? Dispen- I don't know. Distillery, that's it. <laughs> Dispensary. Dispen- look at me. I'm like, <laughs> Whatever, drugs, alcohol, we had it yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they told us about all these different tequilas and let us taste all these, get little samples of each one. Delicious, all of them, by the way. Good. And so then you could buy some to take back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and me and Sarah debated back and forth on getting some, and then she decided not to... But our friends did, so you had to, like, they weren't going to let you drive the ATV back with just booze in your lap. So one of them took all the things, and we were like, we'll have it for you when you get back to the to headquarters or whatever. Yeah. So we get back. We hop on public transit, hop on a regular bus. Okay. Because, as you know, if you listen to the last episode, Orlando just left us there. Orlando. And so we're riding Orlando, it. who would be at the beach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like what? Like who has the balls? I'll be at the beach. (laughs) Okay, Orlando. Thank you, thank you, buddy. Um, So we're on the bus just riding back, and this was the most Mexico thing that happened while we were down there. We're like the buses; they whip cars around these hills, these windy turns. So this bus is whipping. Out of nowhere, we just hear like zip by beside us, which it's one lane. So someone was driving on the wrong side of the road. Right. And so they come zipping up on the the left side of the bus. Yeah. And all of a sudden they zip in front of us and then they zip back and they're next to the the bus driver. And we realize it's one of the guys from the ATV tour and he's waving no. a, a black bag. So he's driving beside the bus. <laughs> he's on the wrong side of the road waving this bag. And so he's now standing on the ATV while still driving it, handing this bag to the bus driver. And I was like, Andre, I think you left your tequila. <laughs> he was oh. like, he was like, oh, I did. 
So he walks up to the front of the bus and the bus driver like lean. Now he's driving a bus full of people (laughs) and he's halfway out the window reaching to grab this tequila with the ATV guy. And then he grabs it. The ATV guy waves and then zips out of sight. So this is not the first time he's done this at all. Not at all. And so then the bus driver just sits back, casually keeps driving and just holds the liquor behind him for Andre to come get it. And no one even batted an eye. Like, what? all of us from out of town were like, what just happened? <laughs> Meanwhile, you know the, yeah. all the passengers, the bus driver, the ATV guy, all didn't blink. Like, they didn't I, bat an eye. And we were like, oh, God. This How All I possible? can visualize in my mind is... Um, the hangover when they're on their way back to the wedding and they're on the highway and like the the people like the mobile suit people like pull up and, like that's yeah. all I can visualize. Oh, and also wait because I'm uh, a big fan of speed. The the part where they have to trans. Did you see speed? I have, but like a long oh. time ago. Okay, I'm like a speed aficionado, which is so sad. But anyway, there's like this part where they have to transfer the people from like one bus to another bus. So they pull up like right next to each other and they have to like walk from one entry, like one door oh. to the door of the other <laughs> bus. And it's all I can visualize right now. It's Yo, just like these people. It was oh the wildest thing I've ever seen because I he just zipped by and we were like, what is going on? And he's just like, Tequila! Tequila! And I was like, wow, okay. okay. Now that is service. Wow. I wish I could literally just get out and tip this man right service. now. Service. Although that if is... I opened the back door of the bus and threw out like a 20, he probably could have zipped up and grabbed <laughs> at this rate. This is this is a great story, and I'm glad we waited for this. Like this is this was, is a good one. That was the the best part. Of, yeah. That was my favorite moment from that trip. <laughs> Like oh easily God. just, I was just in awe. I was like, this is yeah. the most, this is the most like Mexico type of thing. Yes. That could have yeah, happened. Like in a stereotypical <laughs> way. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It was so funny. Also, oh I saw God. a donkey that was tied to a telephone pole, which I was like, ha that, that's stereotypical. Aww. That's like, <laughs> we've got dogs that we tied it. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Um, did Zazu do okay with you guys being gone for so long? Uh, he was actually fine. They sent us, Sarah definitely had to email them and ask how he was doing and see if they could send photos. So they sent photos and he was chill. And then when we got back, we didn't see him come out. Like the lady brought him out and it yeah. felt like someone like straight, like uppercut me in the back of the knee. He had run so hard and jumped so hard into the back of my leg. I was like, oh. and he was like stoked. But now he's, you know. He's just happy to be back home. So cute. I love that. Little guy. So what I did have planned for today is, uh, mind you, we are recording this on Wednesday, May 4th. So two things recently happened. The first of which is something I would like to speak about. Kim Kardashian attending the Met Gala. Did you watch that whole thing? Uh, First of all, I don't invest any like slice of my time on this Met Gala. It is the most. I saw a meme and I think it was my I wish I had my phone right in front of me because I would I would read it exactly. It was like every year we watch uh, celebrities and rich people go to the Met Gala literally dressed as wind chimes while the rest of us just want healthcare. Yes, (laughs) I I actually am pretty sure I read that. Yeah, I know which one you're talking about. (laughs) 
So the thing that annoyed me the most about this is that all of these news outlets are reporting that Kim Kardashian, if you didn't know, she wore Marilyn Monroe's dress that she wore when she sang Happy oh. Birthday, Mr. President. Oh, that's why people keep putting their Correct. people keep putting them side by side. And I was like, they don't look alike. Why are we yeah. doing <laughs> so it's so basically okay. like Kim had to ask to wear this dress and they were like, no, it's historical. You can't. And then I guess somehow she convinced them because she's Kim. Car- who knows? Whatever. She paid them. AKA. But the whole. Yeah, probably. But the <laughs> whole like the big headline is and, and what bothers me so much is that I'm seeing so many news outlets run with this headline. And that's what I want to discuss is Kim had to lose 16 pounds in three weeks in order to fit into the dress. And everyone's running with that story. It's one thing to report the story, and that's fine. I get it. But, like, Mm. it really killed me seeing all of these, like, People Magazine, like, all of these large, I don't want to say reputable, you know, because they're, like, gossip. I get it. I understand that's a fact. That's what she did. We don't need to glorify that. We really don't. Like, we don't need to glorify unhealthy weight loss. That is messed up. Well, that, that's what I was going to say is, especially as, like, I work with a trainer. Sarah yeah. is a trainer. Yes. 16 in three weeks is tremendously unhealthy. Yes, it is. Tremendously it's- unhealthy and not sustainable because no. you can't, like, you just, you lost bull crap is what you lost. You know what I mean? It, it's not healthy in any way, shape, and or form. And we shouldn't yeah. be trying to teach that to people. That's what or I'm saying. Like, encourage it. Like, no, I get it. I understand. Like you, you put in work. I guess maybe she tells people that so people can be like, "Whoa, wow, yeah, good for you." Like, especially as the mother of a daughter, which she has girls, and and this affects boys too, but it it disproportionately affects women. Like that is not a message that we need to be teaching Mm-mm. people to celebrate. Like, oh, oh my God, good for you. You look like Marilyn Monroe because you lost so much weight. Like, shut up. so silly. It just made me really angry, and we don't need to glorify that. The other thing that made me very, very angry, and I'm going to preface this by saying, I am not here to argue politics. If you have a different opinion, that's cool. I'm not going to talk to you about why I believe in this. This is not something that I need to have to be a debate for anyone who's listening. The fact that Roe versus Wade very possibly can be overturned has Mm -hmm. very much messed with my head over the last few days. I am not someone who has ever needed to take advantage of an abortion. And also I don't believe that we should deny any woman the right to make that decision for herself. That being said, what you can do if you feel hopeless, like I do I decided to um, start phone banking for people who I believe would be great leaders in Congress. And what so does I, what does that mean? Phone yeah, banking. Yeah, I'm gonna find out tonight. I'm not entirely <laughs> sure, but um, no, you know what? There's this girl. Her name is Summer Lee, and she is from Pennsylvania. I want to say the 12th district. Don't don't crucify me if I'm wrong about that. I have to like brush up before I get on these these calls, but. Um, I went to college with her. I went to Penn State. She was one of these the smartest people that I had ever met. She was so cool, and I was just so impressed by her. And lo and behold, like you now 10, 15 years later, she she went to Howard. She became a lawyer. Okay. And oh yeah, and she's now like she was doing local politics, and now she's running to be 
uh, in the House of Representatives. And so I have been contributing to her campaign financially because I really believe in her and I think it's great to have more women like her making decisions, influencing decisions. So all this to say, if you feel helpless and hopeless about things that are happening, and yes, if by chance you don't believe in Roe v. Wade and you feel helpless and hopeless that it might not be overturned, yes, you can take my advice and do the same thing and phone bank for other people or mm. donate to other, you know, organizations. It's it's a fair world out there in that sense. Like, you do what you feel is right. Um, but I have felt very helpless, especially on behalf of my daughter, who you can strike me down dead truly before I force her to carry through with a pregnancy that she does not want or that can be harmful to her physically. So I decided to do something about it. So I appreciate you letting me just talk about it. Like yeah. I'm not, well, yeah, like this is not me trying to shove anything down someone's throat. That's why I said, like, if you believe the other way, then you can phone bank the other way. You well, can I, do things the other way. <laughs> I think I saw it and felt feelings, obviously. Yeah, sure. <clears throat> and I usually don't like dabble in letting people know my my political stuff too much. But I will say this and I say it as an example of why I definitely understand both sides. Sure, I and do here's, too. And here's why. Because for anyone who does not know, and this might be news to you, I am adopted. Mm-hmm. So the, and just recently, just in 2021 was the first time I ever got to have a conversation with my birth mother and hear as to why yeah. I was put up for oh. adoption. Oh, so, very poignant moment. <laughs> <laughs> With my daughter, who has about seven stickers all over her face. I'm not going to lie to you. I saw the curtain move, and I was actually terrified for you. Look how pretty I look, Brian. Look how pretty she looks, BMO. Well, hello there. all the stickers on her face. I think you should need more. Yeah. Why don't you go get some more, okay? I'll be right down in a few minutes. BMO and I are talking about something important, okay? Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. I, like, no, what a time fine. to... <laughs> as we're talking about babies and But I literally didn't even... I didn't even think about, <laughs> like, that it would be her. I oh, saw really? the curtain move and I was like, what is going on? Warren's getting killed on I was like, I think right she's going to die on the so, Zoom. Like, I'm going to see it live. So you were able to speak with your birth mom. So I spoke yeah. to her for the first time and got, like, the circumstances around why I was put up for adoption. Oh, wow. And in large part... She, and without like trying to air all her dirty laundry out sure. there, in large part, um, it would have been significantly advantageous to her to abort me. Sure. Her life would have, her life in that moment would have been better off making the decision to do that. Yeah. She did not, mm-hmm. obviously, because I am here telling mm-hmm. you this story you right yeah. now. And so my stance before like when I was younger and before I even knew all this information I sort of was like yeah you shouldn't you shouldn't support abortion because I wouldn't exist like I got a chance and here I am you know what I mean so that's an example as why you shouldn't but all that being said like I know for a fact her life would have been better had she made this decision she didn't I'm here I still, standing with that mindset, don't feel that I, under any set of circumstances, nor any, especially man, have any right to tell any woman what they need to do with their body. 
That's how I feel. And personally... And and just to further that point is that I think a lot of people don't understand that it's not necessarily just... I think the thought is always that it's just, you know, loose women doing loose things and they just... And they're just aborting to abort to abort to live wild. And I think think people need to actually think about how how rape is a factor in this, how Can um, I give you another example? Health so many yeah, yeah. When I was pregnant, um we my husband is of a particular heritage where there's like these genes that they carry. Um and it can cause a lot of birth defects and some to the point where the, the baby would not survive. Right. And I was not able to get that genetic testing done and the results back until I believe my four, like, I think my fourth or fifth month. Yeah. And that's way past the point that many people, many states allow, right? Right. And so, and the idea that someone could force me to carry on with a pregnancy that would not um, result in a, a, a child being able to thrive, and that could also cause me harm because I developed preeclampsia, which means that I was at risk of seize- having a seizure, and so was my daughter. No person should have the right to tell me that that's not an option. Right. That, hands down. And I say this as someone who, like, I can't say I necessarily, like, believe in it. Like, I don't know that I would have felt okay having an abortion when I was younger if I accidentally got pregnant. I don't know. I've never been in that position. I don't know that I would have felt comfortable doing that. But I do know that it should be a choice. It should not be imposed upon someone what they do with their life and with their fetus and their child. It is not okay to me. And I like and it, I as I said, it's a very complicated thing in my mind because I'm very much not for abortion obviously. Yeah, no, me like I am very too. much yeah. I'm very very much not for it because like I am I am very happy existing. So I sure. <laughs> I am sure. so very much not for it. Right, you're for but the I am choice. also not for I I am for people ha- and it, and I take it back to this. And this is also like kind of a a, a touchy topic mm. is one thing that is important to me is consistency. And while I oh. am someone who, you know, I get I got the vaccines. I was wearing masks. I was rocking yeah. them down in Mexico and whatever. Oh, yeah. And so, like, we got on planes and there were, there's plate rules here. And then all of a sudden you get to this place and there's you don't have to wear it, whatever. Mm-hmm. I am not someone who's, like, you, you have your choice. It's your, yes, if you don't want to get, if you right. don't want to get it, I'm not, right. it's none of my business to tell you whether you should or should not go right. put this in your body. And it is not your business to tell me whether I should or should not put it in my body. Right. Like, we are all individuals. We all have different opinions. We all have different thoughts. We all have different things. We all can take care of our bodies our own way. I just, I just, I want to be consistent on that because I think there are a lot of people with those two issues that are <laughs> inconsistent. Oh, yes, I would agree with that. And I'm like, it, it's fine. If you disagree with me, Cool, fine. Like fine. we can chat about it, whatever, and we don't need to force each other to do whatever. Just it is what it is. Yeah. But if you think one thing and then think another, and it's it, when it's what? only convenient for you, yeah. 
no, no, that's I know. not how that go. No, <laughs> so. I'm sorry that this turned it. You know, like truly, my point was just whatever you whatever you believe in. Like you you there don't feel helpless. There are ways that you can get involved that perhaps you were unaware of. Like I didn't know I could phone bank for my friend's summer. Like I, I, to me, it was just yeah. like, oh, you're in Pennsylvania. What do I know? I don't live there. You know, um, and so, yes, I've, I've been significantly frustrated and affected the last few days with this news. That's obviously not we don't know if it's officially yeah. happening. Um, but point being, and I, I truly mean it, if you're on the other side, there are things you can do, too, you know, to to squash my my hopes and dreams, you know, for my kid. And, yeah. and I but think that's what we all have the right to do that. <laughs> I think at the end of the day, it's all about two things is. If you if you if you truly walk with empathy and like compassion, mm-hmm. then it doesn't matter what your opinion is. At least be willing to listen to someone else's and understand that that is theirs. Yes. And at the same time, if you feel so strongly that you want to em- empower other people who feel similarly to you, whether no matter what your opinion is, yeah, this is exactly I think what you're getting at exactly is exactly like, my point is then encourage people to get active, get active yes. yourself and and support what you support because at the end of the day, if we get more people involved, then the majority will have a voice. Exactly. And you will exactly. be able to find sort of more compromise that way than just being like, no, this must be gone or no, yeah. we must have this. There's There's ways to find happy mediums but you've got to be able to listen and get involved and be yeah. a part of the process so this yeah. isn't a rant on what side you should be on no but no that, not at all like that if you got a feeling that then that's feel exactly it. it that's what you know that's exactly what i said like you you can you can whatever you believe there are ways to get involved and i highly encourage that um that way more people's opinions will be heard and those decisions will be reflecting that hopefully yeah um, yeah, so super weird, sorry, conversations this time. Hey, that's what we do. That's what we do. <laughs> um, the weirdness of the week goes out this week to my husband. Uh, it's not weird, but man, is he just a... Uh, Ooh, spill the tea. A, he's spill a guy. Spill the tea, girl. We're driving, and so our car has that thing where, I guess, like, it's cruise control, right? I don't know how to use cruise control. I know that cruise yeah. control's been around, like, a million years, and ours is the kind where, like, like... It'll like keep you a, a, the distance away from other cars. Like it's cool, yeah. right? But I what I don't know how to use it. So my husband sets it up in the car, and he's like, <laughs> and I'm sitting there like, what? It's like, <laughs> and he gets like the Beavis and Butthead laugh. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not getting it. Like, what is the issue? And then he points to the dashboard, and it said 69 was what we were cruising at. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, that was <laughs> right. And. <laughs> so I posted that would have been the same story. conversation in my car right <laughs> so I posted it on my story and like the number of my guy friends that are like <laughs> and I'm like I get it like we're 12 years old I understand so it was just one of those like funny little moments where we're so immature yes we're parents and whatever but I was cracking up so my little my little strange moment that's all just to lighten the mood so oh man we'll that's be back glorious, though. in a couple days and yeah sounds good cool Sign we won't, we won't talk about abortion next time, I promise. know. <laughs> we'll tackle something worse. Yeah. I don't know what is. Honestly, I know. <laughs> at this point, I have no idea. No, it's cool. We'll be back to, like, normally scheduled programming. I was just feeling it this week, and I uh, just had to talk about it. So I yeah. appreciate you listening, regardless of 
where you lie because it's I respect each one of us has our right to do you know what we feel is right R-E-S-P-E-C-T exactly find out what it means to we both of us we yeah Mm. (laughs) all right goodbye (laughs) 